Let's bring in Kaylee Humphreys now, just coming off a gold medal performance in Beijing. Because you guys train so hard. What's next for you, do you think? Get another a fifth Olympics in you, or what's what's the plan? I do. I'm going to continue. <laughs> um, do one more. I mean, I feel like I'm just getting started with Team USA. I don't feel like I'm done. I'm going to continue for another four years, and then 2026 will be my last. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hmm, how about that? What an interview. That was Thursday with Kaylee Humphreys. Woo! My phone's still smoking over that one. Happy Football Friday, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. We continue to broadcast live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino. It is episode number 709 of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. This is the warm-up, and boy, do we have a lot of special treats for you today, plus some surprises as well, which we're going to get to right out of the gate here. We've got a member of football's first family. He's in the house. Mark Mueller is here. He can't stifle a smile over there. Ron Lancaster's grandson, Larry Mueller's son, right? Lana Mueller's son, Mark Mueller, is here from the Calgary Stampeders. He's one of the Stampeders coaching staff. And Mark Killam is going to be joining us as well coming up in hour two. We've got Stephen Stamp. That's his real name, NLL Lacrosse Insider, going to be joining us later on in hour two, and a special guest right out of the gate. As a matter of fact, before we get to the quick six show topics and all the rest, let's bring her in now. Daniela Ponticelli, she is, she's got a vast resume, and she's here filling in for the Moose, who's driving right now to the Queen City to broadcast the Regina Pats Red Deer Rebels tonight. So we switched roles. Daniela's here to broadcast the U of S Huskies, U of C Dinos female hockey game tonight. How are you doing, Daniela? Oh, I'm doing great. Yeah, this is, uh, it's great to be back in Calgary. We were here to end the first half of the season, so just before the Christmas break, and now coming back, and it's, it's going to be uh, an exciting series. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the fun thing that I, I was saying to Daniela before we went there. She knows the show. She's familiar with what we do. But I said, I do these quick six show topics off the top. If there's anything that gravitates with you there, just raise your hand. Otherwise, I'm just going to fly through them. Guess okay. what I do with moose, so you can do the same. But, be, but I want our viewers to know this, and I told her this before the air, before we went there. I admire her drive from the moment I met her. I've admired her energy. We first met at a rush game. You were doing the yeah. sidelines there, and I think it was one of the games that I was there as the ambassador. So you've done a lot. So maybe for those that haven't seen you, those outside the prairies just tell the folks what you've been doing oh gosh so 2018 i jumped on board with the saskatchewan rush i was their videographer host tv host. it was a wild exciting time yeah uh, i mean one of the highlights was going to do a whirlwind like 24-hour trip chartered flight down to colorado and entertaining fans like, just everything so that was great and then the next year i would have met you mm -hmm. uh and i was doing um the the broadcast aspect of it so working more with br live back when that was a thing yeah bleacher report yeah and then the pandemic hit so <laughs> everything changed everything changed i i took a, a bit of a pause i went back to news mostly focused there and then through that kind of got back into working a little bit with some football stuff and sideline reporting there and then this huskies opportunity came up this summer yeah this summer uh this fall and winter and it's just been a wild ride it's so exciting she's being humble canada west football <laughs> sidelines doing that so you've been traveling through there and then it was at a huskies game where i went up when the huskies hosted us and had mike babcock on the air and i stayed for the game and i'm roaming the concourse and i stick my head in the booth and you're doing the game i'm like <laughs> she's everywhere she's working her ass off and i admire that so i wanted to tell you that oh, so anyways you, we'll, we'll kick around that series 
when we get through these quick six show topics here. But I want to introduce her to the viewers. And by the way, uh, the chat is open for anything you want to discuss there. If you're watching on YouTube, let it buck. And the text line, 902-518-3033. Pick up the phone and text RP. We'll put the number on the screen. Okay, Director Jordan, can you hit the quick six uh, show topic one, please? And thank you. So... Let's start with the National Hockey League and Thursday night one-timers. Ben Sherratt scored his second goal of the game, 103 into overtime to give Montreal a 5-4 victory at Calgary here at the Saddledome. Jeff Petrie, Nick Suzuki, and Mike Hoffman also scored for Montreal. And the Hamburglar made 30 saves. Can we get the guy some red, white, and blue pads, please? Evan Hammond, sorry, Andrew Hammond last night. Evan Hammond's the voice of the Port Alberni <laughs> Junior A team. He had green and white pads, for God's sake. What was Junior B? No. It's a National Hockey League. Get them some pads that match. Anyways, they won. Uh, last in the Eastern Conference, the Canadiens improved to 6-4 and four under Martin St. Louis since he replaced Dominic Ducharme as coach on February the 9th. And I, hey, Danielle, what's your favorite sport? Oh. Is it hockey or is it lacrosse or football? Football. Or what? It's football? It's okay. Football. Yeah. Well, if you want to jump in on this, you can. <laughs> but I said... Here is the hockey gods, okay? Mm -hmm. And his grandfather's yes. a football god. Marks, you know that. <laughs> He's right here. <laughs> he knows it. Here's the hockey gods. We will let you, Calgary, tie the franchise record for home wins, but we're not going to let you break the record. You know, that's the gods for you. Yep. That's like Chris Milo, the rider kicker, when he tied Ridgeway with 28 consecutive field goals, and then when he went for the 29th, clank. That's the gods. And uh, so I've got Flames fans telling me, since last night's game, Rod, it's not hockey gods. It's the fact that the Flames couldn't stay out of the penalty box last night and Jacob Markstrom let in five goals. No, it's the hockey gods. I'm with you on that. <laughs> Are you? I am. I am one of those people. I, yeah. You believe? I do. Yeah. I do. I take it very seriously. So do I. I often say, if you don't believe in that, what do you believe in? So anyways, there's that. And then the Flames told me last night that the, the press box was full. Uh, all, every NHL team's got scouts traveling. They're watching the Flames players live. We're coming up on the trade deadline. I get it. But I wasn't going to stay home and watch the game on TV and be that guy. So I paid $67. I thought that was actually pretty reasonable. And I got a ticket and I ran into this guy. Do you have the photo, Clark? Do you have it? The most famous... Oh, he doesn't have it. Never mind. I ran. I thought I thought we had it ready to go. And now he does. Okay. Throw it up on the screen if you don't mind. Ran into Lanny last night, the most famous mustache in Canada, Lanny McDonald. Lanny, myself, and uh, Chris Walby coming to Assiniboia on April the 9th to entertain you at the Sports Celebrity Dinner and Auction. So Lanny can't wait to come to Assiniboia. He's going to be down here at Great Eagle next week. Right here in the show, this Calgary sporting community has been so wonderful for us. So. It was a $67 photo, Daniela. I love it. Far worth it. Very much worth it's it. It's a great selfie. Very good. Nah. <laughs> Somebody wrote me on Facebook and said, you should smile more and smirk less. I'm like, you know what you should do? I know. Oh. It's also really not about you. It's about the other man. It's about the other guy who's <laughs> even looking at me. <laughs> right, Mark? You could just crop yourself out of the photo. But, I mean, you don't want to. Wait, what, would be, what would be the point? $67 photo. That's Six, amazing. It was. 65, it was worth it. It was so worth it. <laughs> so that was last. Moving on, Alex DeBrinket scored 223 into overtime, and Chicago beat Duncan Keith and the Oilers 4-3 with Edmonton star Leon Dreisaitl in the penalty box for tripping Caleb Jones in overtime. Kane set up DeBrinket for the winning one-timer. It was DeBrinket's 30th goal of the season. Evander Kane scored twice for Edmonton, who closed their roadie at 2-2-1. Two, two Came out yesterday that the Oilers have determined that their goaltending is fine. 
and they will not be acquiring a goaltender prior to the trade deadline. As reported by TSN Hockey Insider Chris Johnston, what I have to say about that is, may the Lord have mercy on their souls. <laughs> or at least the hockey And what are you laughing about? You're from I'm Winnipeg, just, uh, and Kevin Cheveldayoff said the same thing yesterday. He comes out, if you saw the news conference, mm-hmm. or maybe it was on The Athletic, uh, I think Pierre Lebron interviewed him and said, we like our team, we think we're going to be fine. And I say again, may the Lord have mercy on your soul. You're a Jets fan, obviously. They've got, yeah, they've got confidence. <laughs> what? I'm just saying. Football is a game about <laughs> confidence. I'm not sure hockey is as much about confidence as it is about talent. Yep, talent and a little bit of appeasing the hockey gods. Though. And heart. Mm-hmm. Like I, the yes. Jets aren't playing Daniela the, the same as they had been, right? Oh, I'm getting sidetracked here. So you're a football <laughs> fan. You're, she's blowing my mind today. No, no. What's it like being... I shouldn't assume you're a Blue Bomber fan being from... Oh, no, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Who's I'm, your favorite I'm football team? i too much of my... Uh, honestly, it's the Riders. And the reason why is when I moved to Saskatchewan about a decade ago, there was just something about the fan base and about the energy around the team that sucked me in fully. As a, as a fan. So that's not just to appease folks in Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. I do genuinely mean that. Yeah. And it's not that I didn't enjoy the Bombers. Like, growing up, uh, I mean, obviously, I, I moved to Winnipeg from South Africa. My family is originally I didn't know that. Yeah. So I was a little 10-year-old, came to Canada, had never seen football, had never been part of that. And same with ice hockey. And you sort of just get exposed to it. So the Manitoba Moose played a big part in my love for hockey because that was an affordable thing that my family could take us to and we would go and enjoy those games and then same with the bombers games i'll never forget the first time i had no clue what the heck was going on but this was exciting mm-hmm. I, my parents didn't even know what was going on nobody knew what was going on but it was just it was fun and that sort of sucks you in and then as you get more exposed to it and then of course well, that's the way it's supposed to work that's exactly. what we want looking at it from our side what nationality do you identify yourself as what do you say I thought it was Italian with a name like Monticelli. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, so all of my grandparents ha- were immigrants to Cape Town, South Africa. And they all met there. And so came the family line. And then we moved to Winnipeg in 2000. And that was, that was it. I hardly want to finish my list. I'd rather just talk to you about your interesting <laughs> life. I'm not joking. Okay. But I'll say it again. She's working her ass off. I respect the hell out of it. And, uh, and before we let you go, I will okay. get you to preview this weekend series, yes. by the way. Yep. Okay. Um, the other NHL games, the Washington Capitals snapped a three-game losing streak by beating the Eastern Conference leading Carolina Hurricanes 4-0 Thursday night. Ovi scored his 763rd to move three back of Yager for third on the career list. In Philly, Ryan Hartman had two goals, and Jonas Brodeen and Matt Boldy scored 25 seconds apart in the third to lead Minnesota to a comeback win over the Flyers 5-4. In Sunrise, Florida, Patrick Hornquist and Ryan Lomberg, the Lamborghini, scored 12 seconds apart in the third period. Florida knocked off Ottawa 3-0 in a fight-filled game. I was talking to a hockey commissioner this morning of a league about how rough the games are getting. I don't know if you noticed. And he goes, hey, playoffs are around the corner. Got, they're getting ready. So it's darn exciting. Tampa, if Jenny Malkin had a goal and two assists, Tristan Jari made 20 saves in Pittsburgh, routed the Lightning 5-1. In New York, Nils Hoglander and rookie Vasily Podkulzin scored 45 seconds apart midway through the third. Thatcher Demko made 24 saves. Vancouver edged the Islanders 
Just two more games to go. In Las Vegas, Craig Smith scored three times to lead Boston past Vegas 5-2. And in Glendale, Arizona, Nick Schmaltz scored early in the third. Carl Vizmelka stopped 42 shots in Arizona, upset NHL leading Colorado 2-1. You a Raptors fan, Danielle? Yes, you are? I do. I, I don't always get a chance to watch the games live. So I'm very big into the recaps and all Me too. Me yep. too. So I'm looking at this game last night with the Raps. Cade Cunningham. When I saw the story, he sounds like a junior hockey player from Vancouver to me. Cade Cunningham. <laughs> yeah. But he's not. He had 22 points and 12 rebounds, and the Detroit mm. Pistons held on to beat the Raptors 108-106 for their sixth straight victory over the Raptors. Pistons head coach Dwayne Casey Earned another win against the team that fired him in May 2018. I don't think he's ever lost them since leaving. But that's okay, because the Raps fired him and they went on to win championship. I'm going to get more into this with Mark Mueller when he joins us next, but NFL Combine in Indy. Every year, scouts, GMs, coaches, and football fans eagerly await a handful of the measurements that come out of the Combine. The intrigue this year surrounds the size of the hands of Pittsburgh passer Kenny Pickett. He measured in at eight and a half inches, the smallest hands of any quarterback at the Combine. So he's been doing hand exercises this week to widen the measurements. Not a joke. Like, Some, you're never going to make it longer. <laughs> like I remember Fan 2's mm-hmm. had 12-inch hands. Man, you see those, Mark? <laughs> Gigantic. They work for him. Do you know your measurements? No. And I was, if we can find a tape measure. I, would not I, can't, be I can't picture what that even... <laughs> 8.5? Why? They go from the base to the top. Okay. That's okay, what they do. Okay. Fantu's had the biggest hands that I've seen in the CFL. Mm. I'm trying to think of if any... There was a guy named Rudy who was a security guard at the Exhibition Stadium in Regina. Oh, yeah. His nickname was Hands. Rudy. Amazing. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Rudy had... He made Fantu's look like a, an infant. And I remember one night... And Rudy... Went from the Exhibition Stadium to the Agrodome, and one night, a pane of glass came out in the old Agrodome, which is now called the Brand mm-hmm, Center. Mm-hmm. Rudy grabbed the pane of glass himself wow. and slid it in. <laughs> so Rudy hands, yeah, but he wasn't an athlete. Anyways, I want to ask Mark his thoughts, because he's evaluated many combines mm-hmm. in the CFL in his day. And all the other measurements that go along with it. Is this that big of a deal? Everybody's talking about it. Uh, CFLPA Solomon Elamimian was reelected as president of the Players Association on Thursday. Their meetings are in Las Vegas. On the board are Ryan King, Enoch Mwamba, Adam Big Hill, Peter Dykowski. Um, the USFL is in trouble. Uh, not big trouble, but they're being sued by the former USFL owners for trademark infringement. But apparently it's not going to stop them from playing. Uh, the Briar starts tonight, too, by the way. And I will identify myself as a Saskatchewan fan, obviously. We've got two teams in the Briar this year. Colton Flash is representing Saskatchewan, and Team Dunstone's there in a wild card. This is the year! Yeah. The drought goes back to 1980. I'm if just, it's not I'm just this year. I'm laughing at all the, you know, just religious I'm a, gestures. I'm a believer. Yeah, you are. I, I am. Um, so, Daniela, I. I just want to say, give me a shout out where people can watch the game tonight and why they should watch the Huskies and the Dinos tonight. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm going to say listen to the game. <laughs> yeah. My call is on huskyfan.ca or the Husky Fan app. It's all free and it's, it's easy to navigate and, and listen and tune into that. Uh, and the reason why is we're facing top seed, it's actually Mount Royal University. 
oh, based yes. out of Calgary. Sorry. And uh, no, that's all right. It's, you, we got two teams in Canada West base here, but uh, so it's against them, and it's going to be such a defensive game. We know that the last two, the only two times we've met the team, they were one nothing losses for the Huskies, unfortunately. But it could have gone either way. You know, we had so many opportunities. They're very similar teams, so. That's where you want to listen to. It's going to be fast. And that's the other thing. This game, it, it goes by so quick. The women's game, I find, is very good. really fast. Uh, you don't have as many breaks, and you're just you're in it from minute one. How is young Steve Lee playing? Is she playing? Oh, yeah, she's doing great. She's, my, she's one of my favorites because she's just that re- Regina. She's a real <laughs> powder keg. Yes, that's a great way to put it. She comes from great stuff. Yeah, I, I've said, I'm like, you know what? If I was a hockey player, I feel like I would be like Steve Lee, just this rough and tumble, like, I got this. But she has developed just incredibly over this season. One of uh, 13 rookies on the team because, of yeah. course, she had that COVID year. You now you got a huge rookie yeah. class coming in. Uh, and she just scored her first U, U Sports career goal in the game against Manitoba last Saturday. So that's great. I love it. Well, yeah. this won't surprise you. We were walking the concourse at the Merlis Belcher Arena, walking the concourse, and she was on the ice. And she's like, hey, Rob! <laughs> that doesn't surprise that me at all. surprise you. Yeah. Daniela, thanks for all you do. Oh, Go Huskies. You. Appreciate it. All right. Mark Mueller joins us in next at Gray Eagle. This is Calgary's entertainment destination, and you are watching the program on Game Plus Television and YouTube Live. And if you missed the show, catch the podcast on Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify, or wherever you enjoy your favorite podcasts. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.